What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Episode 95 of the Yellow Card Podcast officially here, clocking it in right now. Your host is always Diego, accompanied by Chris Jones. We got some special announcements to make. We got some uh, interesting topics to talk about soccer here and on the podcast is episode 95. Um, announcement time, because I don't know if many of you follow us on Twitter, but if you do, you will notice earlier this morning that we made an announcement that we are no longer part of the Couch Guy Sports Network as Couch Guy Sports is planning to shut down, uh, potentially revamp, and uh, therefore we will be independent for quite a while. Uh, that means as well that we will not have the sponsors that we had before, which is completely fine. We are just going completely independent for a little while. With that independence comes um, great availability to create far more content than we want to. Um, so with that said, make sure that you're following our TikTok channel, our Twitter page, and who knows, maybe we'll have more content coming up on other websites as well for you to follow. Anyways, like I said, episode 95 starts here now. Jones, how you doing, sir? Talk to me. I'm good, man. I'm good. You know, can't be much better than we were over the weekend, but we're good. We're good. We're looking good. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So with that said, let's let's get ready to rumble here with episode 95. Um, just real quick, it is Monday, October, I mean, uh, August 29th. Oh, I, I already want October. Stop skipping, bro. Come on. I know. It, it's it's insane. You, still you walk into on my AC still on. Well, it's funny because you walk into retail stores and everywhere it's got like Halloween decorations, even some Christmas decorations, which is like ridiculous. It's like, let me breathe. Get through Thanksgiving before you put up Christmas decorations. I know. I know. It's insane. But anyways, it is August, October 29th, which if you are a soccer fan, you know that that means there is only two days left for the summer transfer window. And that's where the craziness begins. With that said, we got some major updates for, for you to know as Manchester United have confirmed and have gotten the here we go from Fabrizio Romano, as we know, as we all know it and follow on Twitter. Um, two major signings. Up first, it's a loan deal for $5 million to Martin Dubrevka from Newcastle. Martin Dubrevka will be joining uh, Manchester United as the backup goalie to David De Gea starting as soon as this week, as soon as the medicals uh, get by, he should be having the medical testing done in the next 24 hours. And considering that he is already within uh, within the, the kingdom, within the, the United Kingdom, England, whatever you want to call it, uh, he will be available to even be part of the bench as soon as this Thursday against Leicester City. In addition to that, Anthony has also completed his medical testing as officially today. Anthony is now a Manchester United player officially having concluded one of the largest deals, in fact, the largest deals in the Dutch league. Um, about a hundred million uh, pounds worth of the, of a deal, 95 plus 5 million in add-ons. Um, Ajax and Manchester United finally complete, uh, conclude the saga that's been going on for all summer long. Um, Frankie de Jong as well traveling right now to London. It is rumored that he's looking to meet with Chelsea. However, those rumors have not been confirmed by any reliable sources. Therefore, it is just a rumor. At this point, it is believed that uh, Frankie de Jong is just going to attend Donny van de Beek's uh, wedding. Uh, which Memphis Depay and another one will be in attendance as well. Doesn't look like 
Donnie Vanderbeek's wedding is happening either today or tomorrow. So therefore, interesting to find out what the actual purposes of the flight is for Frankie the Young. But we'll stay on top of that. Uh, on top of that story. Uh, that's it for the summer for the summer transfer window at this time. We'll, well continue. I got, breaking, I got a little, little bit of breaking news. Sorry, um, on uh, the Liverpool front, at least. <clears throat> so obviously, oh, here we go. Here we go. So we got we got another major update right now. Obviously, uh, the the Jude Bellingham stuff has been the big thing for Liverpool. They've been discussing it, but it looks like the deal with Brighton for Moises Cicieto looks to be that much closer. So stay tuned for that within the next couple of days. Moises, huh? Hmm? Moises Caicedo, you mean? Mm-hmm. Looks the one. All right. That's beautiful. That's a hell of a deal if that can happen. Um, it seems and- like... It seems like right now Liverpool is also targeting a couple of names. Moises Caicedo, of course, from from uh, Brighton, but it also looks like Yuri Tillersman has also been a name that has been ringing around the Liverpool. Um, no way they get him the, around the Liverpool locker room. I don't believe they're not paying that. Let's be honest. Honestly, if I was Liverpool, I'd actually be considering going for Ruben Neves rather than Yuri Tillersman. It's a cheaper deal, com- completes the same exact purpose that Yuri Tillersman would need to do. And to be frankly honest, I think um, I actually think that Ruben Nevis will be far more competitive and will have that fire more than Yuri Tillsman does. Um, that would just be my target. But I think Moises Caicedo from Brighton and other Colombian joining the team would be a phenomenal uh, signing for Liverpool uh, and a smart investment there. As it would be a cheap, uh, cheap contract there for, for Liverpool. Um, their, their biggest thing right now is their depth in the midfield. I mean, right now we're relying on our our seasoned veterans to play the majority of the time on the pitch, and it's it's not working. Don't get me wrong, nine nothing last week against Bournemouth looked great, but it's Bournemouth. Trust me, they need to be a lot better. Yeah, overall, I think, and for me, just moving forward, they need help in the midfield. So whether they get to say it, oh, whether they finally pull the trigger and can get Bellingham to come. I don't know. It's going to be interesting for sure. Because also, we were talking about Chelsea because Chelsea looked like they were getting Fofana from Leicester as well, but that looks like it's going down in the dumps from what I'm reading Yeah, Yeah, it's it's really weird what happened there in that deal. Just It's always something. It's always something. So, Please make sure that you're following the Yellow Card Podcast Twitter page at Podcast Card. We will continue to stay on top of every single update as much as possible for you. Uh, I know I've been staying up until late at night to make sure that we give you all the updates as much as possible. I know Jones has been refreshing the page every now and then whenever he gets a chance. So please make sure that you're following the Twitter page as much as you can and give us a follow if you are not following us yet. Moving on, let's go over to the Premier League. The boys had started with a rough first three weeks to to the Premier League. I mean, I, I think everybody has been having a rough start to this first three weeks of the Premier League this season, being uh very uh you know, very all over the place. And therefore why a lot of people are all over the place with the Premier League right now, trying to figure out what to predict and what to submit for bids and uh, and whatnot. Uh, especially some of those that, that are sports betters. Uh it's been a tough week in the Premier League uh, and the a, a tough first three weeks in the Premier League. 
But this week, the boys bounce back as Diego goes nine and one. That's me. I went nine and one. Jones went seven and three. So really good bounce back. That updates our records to myself looking at 19 and 21. And Jones looking at 18 and 22. Not bad so far for week four. Um, trying to stay afloat of hard, you know, of, of 500 and getting there. So with that said, we're going to kick it off to, to Jones, who's going to kick off the slate here for the Premier League coming up on Thursday. Um, also, another announcement Tuesday. is... Oh, Tuesday, I'm sorry. Another announcement is we will have episode 96 dropping to you this week as well, before the weekend, before you all go away for your Labor Day uh, celebrations. Or, you know, if you're looking... For to find out some other opinions as to your, your weekend slate in the Premier League. We'll have episode 96 rolling out at, on Friday. So, Jones, kick us off, my man. Yes, sir. All right, so first one on the slate, we got Crystal Palace and Brentford. I got Crystal Palace winning that one, one nothing. I think it's a close game, but I don't think Brentford's got what it takes to beat Crystal Palace. Uh, like you said, I think a close game, defensive-minded teams – I think a little bit more goals get scored, though. I'm going to go Crystal Palace with a 2-1 victory there. All right, next one we got Fulham and Brighton. I got Brighton winning this one 3-1. Start, uh, strong start to their to their season, similar to last season. I don't think Fulham's got what it takes yet to beat Brighton. I think Fulham looked pretty good against Arsenal last week, and I think it carries over. Brighton, to me, I'm never going to get them right whether or not I pick them or pick against them. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go in the middle here. I'm going to go with a 1-1 draw. Okay. Uh, Southampton hosting Chelsea. I got Chelsea winning that one 2 nothing. Sam, I, so, Southampton home, they're, they're a gritty team. We saw what they did to United last last week. Nothing-nothing throughout the, the first half. And then uh, Bruno Fernandes finally getting on the board for United was a big one for them. But Southampton plays tough, and I think it's going to be a tough game for Chelsea, but I do think to get the job done, same score as Diego, I'm going to go 2 nothing. Next one, we got Leeds United and Everton. I got Leeds United winning that one 2-1. to one. I, like their, I like their strong start this season. Same score for me. I think Leeds, what they've accomplished so far this season has been nice to watch, and I think at home, Playing a team like Everton, Everton's going to be scrappy. They're going to be hungry, looking for this win. However, I think Leeds gets the job done two to one. All right, move over to the Wednesday slate. We got Arsenal and Aston Villa. I got Arsenal winning that one two nothing. They've gone four and zero so far. I don't see them slowing down at all. Yeah, I think Arsenal can easily eclipse them by two goals here. Um, I, I again, I think it's three in a row. Same score, Arsenal 2-0 over, over Villa at home. Next one, we got Bournemouth and Wolves. I got Wolves winning that one 3 nothing. They need a win here. They desperately need one. This is their chance to bounce back. I think Bournemouth saves a little bit of face after last week's debacle. I'm going to go with a 1-1 draw here. All right, Manchester City, Nottingham Forest. 3-0 City. I think Nottingham Forest actually played Tottenham very well last week at home. But this week they're on the road. I think City just continues to play well. Erwin Hollins, I believe, has six goals in three games, which is absolutely crazy to believe. 
or I think it's actually seven and four. Six and six and four, excuse me. But I'm gonna say City wins three one. Three to one, okay. Uh West Ham and Tottenham. I got them drawing two to two. Ooh, fancy. Uh I've taught them squeaking out two nothing here. I think West Ham at home again. They struggled earlier a couple weeks ago against Brighton. I think they'll struggle a little bit again against Tottenham here. I think Tottenham's a better team. I'll take Tottenham and win two nothing. Uh, Liverpool and Newcastle. I got Liverpool win this one three to one. I'm gonna take Liverpool two nothing. Newcastle plays tough defensively. We saw how they played last week against Wolves, especially on the road. They're on the road again at Anfield. I think Liverpool's riding high, but I think the lack of depth is going to catch up to them. I think it's a lot closer for a game, but I do think Liverpool up front gets the job done to nothing. All right, last one. We got Leicester and Manchester United. I got United winning that one two two to one. I got three to one. I just think Leicester is not the same team that we've been accustomed to seeing over these past couple of years. And I think with the transfer window still looming, a lot of question marks. All right, so real quick, we'll move into our EPL best bets. Uh, both of us lost again last week. I'm now sitting at 1-3, and three, minus 2.2 units. You're 0-4 at minus 5.1. Uh, I'm going to go first. I am gonna. I like Crystal Palace a bunch this week. I'm going to take them as my best bet at plus 115. Yep, me too. You like them. They're, they're in the parlor. You're taking Chelsea off camera, you told me. Chelsea minus 170. Mm-hmm. So then now we got the YC parlay with Crystal Palace, Chelsea. We're going to add on Leeds. And we're going to add on Arsenal minus one and a half. So that's a four-teamer plus 15-15. We're going to hit one. This is going to be the week. Crystal Palace, Chelsea, Leeds, Arsenal minus one and a half. Let's book it. I like it. I like it. All right. Want to dive into La Champions League? La Liga de Campeones. Yes, sir. Um, so, Champions League draw happened this past week. Yep. We are going to go over the groups. So, for starters, the first group we're going to talk about is Group A. It's obviously Liverpool's group, unfortunately. Um, Liverpool, Ajax, Napoli, and Rangers. What do you? How do you see that shaking up? Repeat the group again. I'm sorry. I'm trying to find it, but for some reason, Google's not. Ajax. Liverpool, Napoli, Rangers. I see Liverpool first, Ajax second, Napoli third, Rangers fourth. I am on the same boat for the majority. However, I'm going to flip-flop Rangers and Napoli. I think Napoli four, Rangers three, Ajax two, and Liverpool one. Liverpool, Ajax, those two games will be fun to watch. And Napoli usually struggles with the EPL teams anyways. All right, moving to Group B, uh, SC Porto, Atletico mm-hmm. Madrid, Bayern Leverkusen, and Club Bruges. I see Atletico, Leverkusen, Porto, and Brugge. Uh, again, same uh, winner and loser of the group. I like Atletico at the top there. Uh, Club Bruges obviously finished in fourth. Me, I'm gonna go Leverkusen at three, just because 
you're the one that's taught me this. You can't underestimate this FC Porto team in Champions League. They always <laughs> get it done somehow. So I'm going to go with FC Porto finishing at number two in Group B. I like it. I like it. I like it. All right. Group C, we got Bayern, Barcelona, Inter Milan, and Victoria Pilsen. Yeah, Victoria Pilsen. Um, okay. I am going with Bayer and Inter, number one and two. Barcelona and Victoria Pilsen. I'm going to go Bayern one, Barcelona two, Inter three, Victoria Pleasant four. I think Inter again, last year they got out of the group stage, but now again, Romeo Lukaku back, who infamously for them struggles to get out of the group stage. I also think they got a couple tough matchups that guaranteed potentially two wins against uh, Victoria Pilsen. But Barcelona and Bayern are two tough teams that they're going to have to get through, and I just don't see them doing it. All right, D, we got Frankfurt, Tottenham, Sporting CP, and Marseille. I got Tottenham, Marseille, Frankfurt, and Sporting. This is the first group that Diego and I agree on. This is weird. This is a weird one, not going to lie. Sporting to me was tough because, you know, I wanted to put them a bunch higher because I feel like they deserved a little bit more. But I just didn't see it happening. I had them before for that reason. Frankfurt, I think, can easily get to two. I don't think they go higher than that. If Frankfurt's goaltending is as good as it was in the Europe League last year, if Trap can play that way, I think that they can sneak into the round of 16. But I like what this Marseille team has so far. I think they'll be a tough team to beat in this group, but Tottenham's winning this group easily, hands down. The only way that Sporting will move on to the next round is if they actually get Cristiano Ronaldo to return. It's been a rumor all along the summer transfer window. It could potentially happen, um, but right now it doesn't seem very likely. So. All right, move on to Group B. We got AC Milan, Chelsea, RB Salzburg, and Dynamo Zagreb. I will go Chelsea, Milan, Salzburg, Dynamo Zagreb. Again, another one that we agree on. I think if Dynamo Zagreb got into Tottenham's group, I think that would have been a fun little matchup uh, after what happened last year. But I do like Chelsea at the top here. I just think all in all, they're a better all-around team than AC Milan. I think AC Milan moves on to the round of 16, but not by much. I think Salzburg puts up a little bit of a fight. So I'll go Chelsea, Milan, Salzburg, and Dynamo as well. All right, Group F. We got Real Madrid, RB Leipzig, Shakhtar Donetsk, and Celtic. I'm going Real Madrid. Yep. Give me one second here. Real Madrid is first. Leipzig, Shakhtar, Donetsk. Yeah, yeah, no, I know, I know what they look like. I'm just trying to think here. All right, so I'm gonna go Real Madrid, Shakhtar, Donetsk, Celtic, and RB Leipzig. Ooh, this is the first one that we're gonna really disagree on. I'm gonna go Real Madrid obviously at the top, but I'm gonna go Leipzig at two, Shakhtar, Donetsk three, and Celtic at four. All right, Group G, Man City, Sevilla, Dortmund, and Copenhagen. Um, Yeah, I'm going City, Dortmund, Sevilla, Copenhagen. Yes, sir, I am on the same wavelength as you there. I think, listen, Erlen Holland versus his old team, that's those are two games that are going to be must-watch. But I do think that Dortmund is going to, 
be a force to be reckoned with against these other two teams in the group. So I'm going to go City, Dortmund, Sevilla, and Copenhagen. Last group, PSG, Juventus, Benfica, and Maccabi, Haifa. I'm going with PSG. Juventus, I'll probably keep it in that order, actually. PSG, Juventus, Benfica, Maccabi, Haifa. Okay, I'm going to do the same thing as you. I think if this was who Juventus from a couple of years ago, I might be talking myself into potentially changing that. But uh, with the way that their team currently looks, PSG is better all around. Juventus, Benfica, those would be two key matchups that you have to watch because the winner of those will get the number two spot. But I'll go Juventus, Benfica, and then Masabi to end that. All right, champ, what do you want to dive into? Um, let's dive into real quick into the Europa League draw as well. Uh, that happened last week as well. Looking like some groups are actually looking kind of nice. So let's kind of do the same exact thing here. Um, just do rapid fire, basically. All right, so Group A, we got Arsenal, PSV, FC Zurich, and then Bodo slash Clement. Yeah, Bodo Clement. Um, right, I'm going to go with Arsenal, PSV. Zurich and Bodo. I'm going to do the same thing as you, my friend. All right, B, Dano Kiev, Renes, AEK, Larnaca, and then Fernabake. Yep. I'm going to go with Fernabake, Renes, Kiev, and AEK, Larnaca. So you're going Fernabake number one? Yeah. I'm going to go Dino Kiev, Ben Barker 2, Renee, and then AK Lenarka. Group C, we got AS Roma, Real Batiste, AJK, and Ludo Goritz. I'm going Roma, Real Batiste, Ludo Goritz, HJK. Same, same as you. Just makes the most sense to me. All right, D, we got Baragda, Malmo, Union Berlin. And then Union, I believe it's Union St. Gilles. All right. I'm going to go with Union Berlin, Braga, Malmo, Union St. Gilles. I'm going to go Bur- Braga, Malmo, Uni- Union Berlin, and Union St. Gilles. Okay. All right. E, Man United, Real Sociedad, Sheriff, and Ammonia. I'm going with United, Sheriff, Real Sociedad, and Ammonia. Yup, yup, yup. We're on the Sheriff wagon still. Absolutely. Sheriff and is, United, Sheriff, Sheriff Real is the Sociedad, of the Europa League. Mm-hmm. Group F, Lazio, Midland, and SK Sturmgrass. I'm going to stay with that same exact order. Lazio, Feyenoord, Midland, and... I'm going to flip Midland and Fanny Nord. But I, other than that, I like it. Uh, Group G, Olympiacos, Karabag FK, SC Freiburg, and Nantes. I'm going Olympiacos, Nantes, Freiburg, and Karabag FK. I'm going to go Olympiacos, Freiburg, Nantes, Karabag FK. Oof, underestimating Nantes. 100%. Yikes. Group H. Uh, Monaco, Fernancavos, Trabzonpor, that's the Krim, one. 
Pernas de Vesda. Uh, so Monaco, Fernandes, and then the other two. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to go Monaco. Pernas de Vesda. Fernandes and Traps on board. Now I want everybody in the comments to roast me about how bad I am at pronouncing it. No, don't even worry about it, dude. Pronounce pronunciation. All right, let's move over to the Serie A slate. So last week, you and I went, I believe I went one and two, and you went zero oh and three. So I'm five and four. You're four and five. The first game we're talking about is Sassuolo and AC Milan. Mm-hmm. I am going with a three to one resounding victory by AC Milan over Sassuolo. We're going AC Milan two nothing. I think Sassuolo is going to play them tough, but AC Milan is going to get the job done at the end. Next one, I got Sampdoria and Lazio. I'm going two nothing Lazio. They need to bounce back and return back to their winning ways. This is the opportunity to do it against a weak Sampdoria side. Well, they did it last. In their last game against Inter, winning three to one at home. But I I do like where your head's at. I'm gonna go with Lazio winning two to one over Sampdoria. I think Sampdoria plays them physical. And the last one, uh, Atalanta and Torino. One nothing victory by Atalanta. I'm going three nothing. I think they're gonna blow Torino out. All right, final thing. Luke won best selection. I'm not doing Bundesliga. Bundesliga doesn't play until later in the week, so check out episode 96 for that. But I will start. I'm going to go with Marseille over Clement. I am actually going to rule this one and going to say PSG on this week, just as a safe bet. Continue the streak of winning back again. Are they playing this week? Uh, they're playing to lose. They're playing to lose? Got it. All right, that does it for that. That does it for that. Um, any other thoughts? Let's talk about last-minute transfers that we could see happening here. It is August 29th. A lot can unfold. A lot of surprises could happen. What are some of your takes there? I don't know, man. I'm just... I'm really, really hoping that Liverpool actually does something. Yeah. But I just, I'm not going to get my hopes up with them because I know everybody and their moms want their team to do something. But I just, I don't know. I think for me, the transfer window, I'm curious to see about what happens with Leicester City. I wonder if they're going to make some, make some moves. Maybe to shake up that team overall, or if they're just gonna kind of run the course and see how it looks, and then come January maybe make a couple splashes. <laughs> I got gotcha, you. Right. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Okay. All right over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just something to make me giggle. That's all. Um. For me, I think. For me, I think we see Yuri Tillsman. Head out of Leicester, but not anywhere in the Premier League. I see him actually joining a 
Italian side or maybe even the German side. I think it could be either a trade deal between Leicester City and Dortmund. Maybe sending Gio Reyna over to Leicester City. Or Yuri Tillersman being sold completely to Dortmund. That's where I could see that happening. Uh, I would not be surprised if he if he goes into the German league, it just makes sense. It, it, it makes a ton of sense. Uh, the other one that I could see happening too is um, Ross Barkley. He is the hot name right now in the free agency right now as he left Chelsea for good. He's done with the club. He's left immediately, so now he's become a free agent. Um, obviously, no fees involved there whatsoever. I actually think Low key, Liverpool could be looking at his way, and it would be actually a great addition to them as well. As Ross Barkley has a lot of versatility, he can be a midfielder, he can be a winger, a wing defender. Um, I, I think I think he is got that flexibility that club could use right now, especially at a time where there is a lot of injuries in the club. So, not for sure. I think. More so, I think we need to focus on these potential loan deals that we're going to see. Like obviously, we saw the Renan Lodi deal, loan deal to God, I'm drawing a blank, to Newcastle, Nottingham Forest. With no, Renan Lodi to Nottingham Forest. To Nottingham Forest. That's a nice little loan deal for them. Another name that's been popping up on loan deals for me has been um, team by... Baka, Baka, Jesus Christ, I can't fucking speak today. It's, uh, Bukayo Saka? No, Baka Yoko, uh, oh. potentially going on loan to Newcastle. Another one also has been Daniel James. Apparently, Tottenham has been talking to Leeds about a loan option to buy for Daniel James. I think Tottenham's looking to get a couple more pieces in. And also, another one, I believe, is, uh, Callum Hudson Odi, I believe, with Leverkusen mm. as well. Yeah, yeah. I think another one that could potentially happen here is I, I, I'm I going to stick with it. I still believe Cristiano Ronaldo returns to Sporting Lisbon. Yeah, that could definitely happen for sure. Any, any other ones? Dude, are you all right? You check your text messages yet? <laughs> what what are we doing? End the podcast. We're gonna do this. With that said, hey, find out on episode ninety six who we were pulling a joke on. Um. But other than that, episode 95 concludes here. And now, as we said, make sure you check out Couch Guy. Uh, uh, make sure you check out the Twitter page, Podcast Card. Make sure you're following the TikTok page as well at Yellow Card Pod on TikTok. And uh, again, if you're not following us, uh, following us on Spotify and turning those notifications on, you're just missing out on your own. That's on your own choice. Other than that, thank you all so much for tuning in. Until next episode. See you guys very soon.